Hey everyone, I believe that gratitude has been such an instrumental part of making my own recovery and life better that I want to create something called the Gratitude Zone. And what this is, is I would love for you, the listener, to send me a two to three minute audio clip letting me know who you are, what it is you do, what you're grateful for, and why. And then we're going to be posting it on future episodes of The Road Beyond Recovery. Feel free to send that to Tamar at theroadforward.ca and there will be more information in the show notes. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey everyone, how's it going? Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. So today I am grateful for 12-step recovery. You know, today's topic is going to be science and 12-step recovery. And again, this is based off my own experience, right? So Um, But I'm grateful for 12-step recovery because it really allowed me to build a foundation in my life. And it's interesting because now that I'm learning about the science, um, you know, behind mindset, beliefs, neuroplasticity, uh, emotional intelligence, and subconscious mind, I see why 12-step recovery works. I mean, It's not the only means of recovery. There is a ton of different 12-step recovery programs out there. But for me, it's something that worked. And I'm just putting the two and two together that it actually, you know, even though it was done done up a long time ago originally, there is some science behind it. And that's something that I want to talk about on today's show. But for me, I am grateful that I learned about 12-step recovery. I, I honestly believe that you know, and I think a lot of my friends that are not in recovery can vouch for this, that everybody should go through a 12-step recovery process because it really does help you recognize your part in things, right? It helps you to rely on others. It helps you to become other people centered. And I think that's something we could all use. But for me, I am incredibly grateful that I found 12-step recovery and that it has made such an impact in my life. For those of you that don't know 12-step recovery, I'm not going to get into exact details on it, but it is really something that allowed me to recognize that my life had become unmanageable, right? It allowed me to really acknowledge the fact that I did have a problem, right? Because I think the first step in overcoming anything is to start to recognize the patterns and start to realize that this is something that you have to change. It allowed me to find help outside of myself because for so long I thought I'm an adult. I should be able to do this alone. I should be able to handle whatever life throws at me. And the reality was I couldn't do that alone, right? We're not meant to do it alone. I mean, look at there's billions of people in the world 
do you really think we're, you know, we're meant to do these journeys alone? Of course not. You know, and then it allowed me to really look at my part, start to figure out where those patterns were, start to change my mindset. And then of course, create a routine, one that was healthy, one that would keep me spiritually fit. And also, you know, last but not least, it helped me become other people centered. It made me realize that when I actually helped other people, that kept me sober, right? Which I didn't understand that concept before. I remember in early recovery being told that it was selfish to keep my, you know, what I was upset about inside and not share that with someone. And I couldn't understand it until someone said it helps me more than it helps you. And the reality was, is that when I started to be open and honest about what I was struggling with, oftentimes I would turn to someone and they might be having a crappy day. And because they had a little bit more recovery than I did, chances are they had built that foundation, but they still went through their highs and lows. And their bad day then could be, they just, you know, had an encounter at work and they can't stop thinking about it, right? And they can't get out of their own head, even though they have the tools how to do that. And for me, it could be, you know, in early recovery, I feel like I can't stay sober today, right? This is what's going on because I hadn't learned how to live life. I didn't, I was just starting to gain acceptance that I had all these tools kind of thing. And when I turned to somebody else, oftentimes they would kick into that, you know, okay, now I'm going to share my experience, how I overcame that, which would actually allow them to get over their simple problems that they were having at the time. And so it can be incredibly effective, right, to reach out and ask for help. And that's why I always encourage people, if you're struggling please reach out for help. So here is where I believe that the science comes into it. And I just started putting this together as I was training to become a practitioner of the program, the NeuroChange method. And I started to look back at what early recovery looked like and some of the similarities, right, that I was learning in this science-based program that kind of put the 12 steps into perspective for me. And the first one was, you know, belief revision, right? We talk about beliefs, we talk about mindset, and oftentimes it's our beliefs, right? If we, two people could be, have the same goal, they could do the exact same steps to get to that goal, but it's going to be that person who believes that they can achieve that goal that is actually going to find success, right? It's the, it's the person who has that doubt in them that still hangs on to those limiting beliefs, right? That still thinks that maybe it'll be different this time. Those are the ones that often don't hit their goal. And so I thought about that and, you know, and step one is really admitting that you have a problem with something and that your life has become unmanageable. And so one of the first activities that I did in early recovery was I wrote out my life story, right? And what that allowed me to do is look at my patterns, right? Look at my limiting beliefs, look at why I continue to do the same things over and over, expecting different results, but getting the same results. And so I looked at that and thought, hey, that's almost like belief revision there, right? Because when we start to look at our patterns and we start to look at our history and we recognize wow, you know, for me, it was that my life was a shit show. Now we know what we have to do differently, right? And so what I started to do was I started to listen to other people share their story of, you know, staying sober, creating a life, uh, a sober life. And I started to get that hope. 
And what that is, is it's something called emotional discomfort, right? Hearing a story and going from that belief that I wouldn't be able to change, I wouldn't be able to stop drinking forever to, hey, well, if this person did it, maybe I could. And that started to shift my beliefs, right? And what would happen is I would almost start to go into that, you know, feel that cognitive dissonance, which means that something was challenging my current belief, right? It was hearing somebody else's story, which was that emotional discomfort. It that put me into a state of going, wait a minute, maybe my belief isn't true. Maybe I maybe there are people in this world that can actually live a, a sober life. And so I started to implement these habits of what these people in recovery were doing. And, you know, I, I, I've talked about it with one of my previous guests about that fake it till you make it. And now that, you know, I say that out loud, I too do not love that term. I really like the term, you know, borrow someone's habit until it becomes your own. And so in the program that I teach, that's what we teach people to do right through belief revision. And so that was really step one, right, is learning that belief revision and listening to other people in recovery share their stories so you too can get that same hope and start to shift your belief from thinking that you're never going to change to knowing that you can. The next part of the similarities really came in that, you know, getting support and being accountable, right, where In 12-step recovery programs, you typically believe in a higher power, right? Something bigger than yourself. And you also get a sponsor. And so really, to me, that was priming my environment, which is something that we talk about in the program, in the subconscious mind, is we start to, you know, get support from groups. We start to get support from that higher power, from other people. We prime our environment, so that we set ourselves up for success, right? We start to implement those daily habits that don't just rely on us, right? Because I used to feel like I was the general manager of the universe and that didn't go well, right? Nothing went well when that was happening. And so to be able to prime that environment and set yourself up for success through the support of other people, right? That helped tremendously. And then you know, after that, it it went more into the cleanup, right? So that mindset, it was, okay, clearly I've been doing things all wrong. I've heard a lot of people on the way. I got to start looking at my part of things. It was learning to shift how I thought, right? How I looked at life because I always pointed the finger at everybody else, right? It was everybody else's fault, to why I had ended up in this mess anyway. But the reality was it was it was my own self, right? I wasn't willing to learn from my mistakes. And that's really where mindset comes in, right? There's that difference between growth and fixed mindset. And people who have a fixed mindset, they're not willing to learn from their mistakes. They don't like making mistakes. And when they do, they get really uncomfortable about it, right? And they quit. And so in order to have a growth mindset, you have to recognize what is holding you back, first of all, right? So you go back into those beliefs that you do earlier on in in 12-step recovery. And then it gets to a point where you have to start to shift the way you think. You have to recognize what your role is in this and how you can fix that, right? How you can make it better, cleaning up your side of the street, as we call it, in recovery. Now, although there's a lot more, obviously, to a 12-step program, 
the end is really helping others, right? And I look at that as your purpose, right? In the program, we call it purpose, flow, and values. And when you start to help other people, you start to gain purpose in life, right? You start to get excited to wake up in the morning. And, you know, for me, that that started off with just starting to pass on what was given to me, right? When people in early recovery reached out their hand, they took me through the steps, they taught me how to live a better life, right? To be more productive member of society. I was able to do the same thing. And as I built that foundation and I started to grow, I started to realize that, hey, maybe if I discovered my purpose here and did a little bit of self-investigating, I could do this for a living. And so, you know, that end of the 12 steps really correlates to discovering your purpose and being able to help other people and therefore you create a better life for yourself. So, you know, when I look at science and I look at 12-step recovery, there's some there's a lot of similarities, right? And I think the biggest one and they always say that's the most important, right? Is that first step is admitting you have a problem, right? And that your life has become com- a complete gong show and believing that you can live a sober life. Because here's the reality, guys. If I think that things will be different, right? If I think that I can go back and enjoy a nice cold beer on a hot summer day without getting completely loaded and my life turning back into a shit show, I'm completely wrong, right? Because what happens to me is as soon as I have one drink, I can't stop. And so I have to keep my beliefs strong. And that's done through science, really, if you look into it. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed that episode because I think it's fun to kind of see the similarities of of things that really work for us in our lives and the reasons why we start to change and we start to grow. A lot of it comes down to science. It's just put into different formats that we can all understand and really it's just giving us the same result and that is to create a life so good for ourselves that we never want to go back to our old way of living. Now, if you want to dig a little bit deeper into that mindset aspect, I am offering a free 30-minute mindset audit call. And in the beginning, there's a little quiz just to see where you're at right now. You know, do you have a growth mindset with some fixed ideas? Or do you primarily have these fixed ideas with a little bit of a growth mindset? You might be surprised to find out. So head on over to www.theroadforward.ca slash mindset audit. And let's chat about it. It's a 30-minute free call where we can see where you're at and we can help you get from where you are today to where you want to be. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.